What about sunrise? What about rain? What about it? Yep. What about all the things that you said were yours to gain? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gain. Mm-hmm. What about killing fields? What does that mean? Is that a phrase that I've never known? To the kill, kill the to kill a field. The killing fields. What is that? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> is there a time? Is there a time for killing fields? Yeah. Right. What about all the things that you said were yours and mine? Who's you? All the things that you said were yours and mine. That's like the joint cupboard, salt, pepper, vinegar. Oh. Maybe not balsamic vinegar. Right. Butter depends on your household. For me, butter's mine. So this... I resent my housemates. You know what? And I know one of them's nicking it. Anyway, right. Let's carry on. So this song is about a guy confronting his flatmates, but he's just invoking nature to, to add gravity to the situation. Right. Okay, got you. What about flowering fields? Is that a phrase again? No, I, I, is Michael just... Does he know all these phrases? I don't know. Flowering fields, killing fields. I think he has his own lexicon. Did you ever stop to notice all the children dead from war? <laughs> right. It's a bit sanctimonious, isn't it, Michael? I mean, it would culminate in him taking this song to the Brits and posing as Christ on a mount as people of all ath- <laughs> as people of all ethnicities, colours, and creeds came to hug him. What happens in the studio when you're? When you've got the lyric, hey, I'm working on this lyric, it's... Uh, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Well, did you ever stop to notice all the children dead from war? Right. Do you want to... What do you mean? Just the kids that died? Right on, Michael. Cool. Right on. That's when you know you're a success, when no one fucks with you in the lyric booth. Yeah, yeah. When no one goes, beep, uh, sorry, can you just wind that back? Did you just say, did you ever stop to notice all the children dead from war? Yeah. It's a fair point. <laughs> <clears throat> I used to dream... I used to glance beyond the stars. They didn't like I quite like that bit. That's a bit Aladdin-y. Yeah. <laughs> now I don't know where we are. Although I know we've drifted far. Oh. Huh. That's a key change there. Yeah, isn't right. It? Huh. Oh. Yeah. Huh. It takes him a while, doesn't it? So, do you remember the video? Mate, look. There's four more verses. Oh, Jesus. Do you remember the video where there was loads of like dead antelope? Yeah, and, and he was hanging from two trees. Yeah, yeah, uh, but but before like a big storm comes, doesn't it? And and time reverses, mm-hmm. and he kind of precipitates it, and like all these dead elephants with their tusks missing grow tusks again and stand up and go, oh fuck, what's going on? What's going on? That was a bit. Which full-on. means there's someone in an editing suite somewhere in LA <laughs> who has the memory of having to find footage of dying animals <laughs> so he could put it on rewind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It got me looking at some Michael Jackson lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It got right. me. It got me looking at Michael Jackson lyrics on the whole because he's one of those lyrics that, like, he's one of those singers that when his song comes on, like, you know, when it's Friday and you're in the club. No. And bing, that hasn't happened to me for ten years. But go on. You what? Do you know when you're Friday and in the club? Yeah, you know, it's Friday. You're out with your friends. Looking you're in Weatherspoons. You know, just the club. You're out in the club, <laughs> sipping on some some gin and juice. Yeah. Just out. Being young and free, you got a shirt on, yeah, being two buttons free. undone. Yeah, yeah. Two buttons undone, cut like sleeves rolled up. You're wearing wearing pink. Free shots on entry. You're kind of wearing pink because you're a guy, but it's kind of an inver- inverting the kind of you know the bouncer. Assumptions. You know the bouncer. You know the bouncer. So he's like, "All right, Dave, come straight," and you just cut in front of the queue, and you're like, "There with me." Yeah. And you take your friends and you mm-hmm. and you go into the club, and you think, "Yeah, I kind of fancy a boogie," and Wait, then. Mm. 
some Michael Jackson comes on and everyone loses their mind. Yeah. And no one knows the words to any Michael Jackson song apart from the chorus, right? Yeah, that's right. Shut up. What is that lyric there? I don't know. Well, which, which one? Don't which stop song? till you get enough. What don't is stop it? Till you get enough. No one knows the words. No. Um, keep on with the force, don't stop. That's the lyric. I like that. Keep That's on good. with the force, don't stop. Don't stop till you get enough. Right. See? Mm-hmm. What's the other one? Um, Wanna be starting something. <laughs> you know that one? Not, yes, I know the tune. And it, I didn't know it had this lyric in it. I took my baby to the doctor with a fever, but nothing he found. By the time this hit the street, they said she had a breakdown. What? That sounds serious. Right. But then he, he covers it up by going, You're a vegetable. Which, you know, I'm pretty sure that's not what he says, but it sounds a lot like Sounds like you're a vegetable. You're a vegetable. Wow. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, you say what you want about Michael Jackson. People do. People <laughs> But, God, you know, Lord knows. He, he knew how to write a chorus. He seems to me like one of those lyricists that he'd make noises in the studio that yeah. sounded good and then try and put words to it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Like in um, Bad. Right. I didn't know the opening line is, your butt is mine. Your butt is mine. Your butt is mine. Right. I kind of like that about Michael Jackson, that his sweet, like, in his sweet-natured sort of self, he wanted to write, like, two badass songs. Mm. like I want to write a song that shows that you know that I'm mean and like you know like I can fight what are they called uh, beat it yeah and um bad yeah I'm bad. bad bad I'm bad you know yeah I'm bad fuck off Michael can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine him just hanging around the street corner trying to persuade people um so, you know black or white how does that one go do I oh You know that one? I don't know the lyrics. I took my baby on a Saturday bang. That's the opening line. Right. I took my baby on a Saturday bang. Right. We're all the same. I am tired of this devil. I am tired of this stuff. Mm. Like, he could have put anything there. Wants to rhyme it with enough, doesn't he? Stuff. Stuff. There's an enough. I think it's on rough. Horizon. I think it's rough. Oh, really? Rough. Yeah. I ain't tired of this business. So, when the going gets rough... I ain't scared of your brother. I ain't scared of your sheets. Oh, clan. KKK. Yeah, clansmen's. He didn't need to be scared at that point because he was full on white. Right. By that point, he could have infiltrated the clan. <laughs> brought, brought it down from within. I, I ain't scared of nobody. He could be the, the Donnie Brasco of the racial world. Girl, when the going gets mean. Protection. For gangs, uh, clubs, and nations, causing grief in human relations. It's a turf war uh, on a global scale. Oh, I'd rather hear both sides of the global. tale. See, it's not about races, no, it's not about just that. places, faces. Where well, your blood comes from, which way space is. I've seen the bright get duller. I'm not going to spend my life being a colour. Bullshit. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Do you know that Michael Jackson, when he wrote that, um, the producer <laughs> of the song, who yeah. was just some like pop producer, he did the rap? Really? Right. He did the rap, and they were like, oh, we'll get. A guy. I think who, they were going to try and get Chuck D from Public Enemy to come in and do mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. Um, and they, he couldn't do it. And Michael Jackson was like, "You know what? I really like your rap, so keep it in there." Right. Hey, I'm Michael. And also, I want all the money for myself. Yeah. So he let the guy keep his <laughs> rap in, and then he gave himself a rap name. Oh no! And way. then when the record came out, 
people started trying to book this rapper for gigs. And he wasn't a rapper, it was just some white guy. Oh, no. Who just was imitating that like, voice. Yeah, that voice, yeah. Like, not going to spend my life being so a So he was basically just doing a generalised like facsimile of what a, a rap voice was. Yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of, when you boil it down a bit, broad yeah. and insulting. And, wow. Did you go. know that Michael Jackson couldn't look at a picture of Charlie Chaplin without fainting? Um, no, I didn't, because that's clearly bullshit. It's true. That's true. That's 100% true. Is it? Yeah. Is it, though? He couldn't look at a picture of his hero, because he thought that they were the same person. He thought that he was he was so intertwined with his obsession with Charlie Chaplin, right. that he thought that they were this one and the same person. Mm-hmm. When I'm going up at the end of my sentences, he thought that they were the same person. Yeah. And if you showed him a picture of Charlie Chaplin, he'd faint. Which I don't know why people didn't just didn't just go to gigs and hold up giant yeah, pictures yeah, of Charlie Chaplin. See if it, to, to see if it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if you're trying to nick his wallet, just show him some Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Take his wallet. Or if you're if you're <laughs> Michael Jackson and you want to get out of an awkward social situation, you yeah. just make up that lie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just uh, I really don't want to go to that meet and greet tonight. Just put a just put a Charlie Chaplin picture in there, and we'll just uh, so, tell everyone that I fame when I see a picture of Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Anyway, should we go back to the? Uh, Mm. Should we go back to my Disneyland ranch? The ranch? Some cotton candy? Um, I've written a song about conservation, but the carbon footprint of my ranch is monstrous. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty funny, isn't it? And he had, a, he had a pet monkey. Did he? Bubbles. Bubbles. Remember Bubbles? Yeah, I remember something about him. How, is that ranch, Neverland ranch, still there? Um, yeah. No way. Yeah, I think, I assume it's still there. Yeah. Is it like operational? Or is it just like... I, I mean, my guess repair? would be that it's not. And right. it's been sold. And that someone's just sort of conserving it. Oh, is it mothballed it and is keeping it as a thing? Yeah, because then they can eventually... Once all the heat dies down, yeah. you know, when the, the about the death and stuff... Right. They can reopen it. Oh. Have an actual theme park. Come in. This is where Michael Jackson did things that were totally okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, let's carry on with the show. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday the 10th of May in the year 2017. Right. How are you guys doing? Happy spring. Congratulations to uh, France. Yeah. Or France as they call it. Yes. That's how they say it out there. France. 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 And congratulations on uh, on nom- on uh, electing Macron each. Macron. Macron. But momentarily checking the... the- the forward march of uh, fascism worldwide. Well you, isn't it crazy that <laughs> a third of the country still voted for that Le Pen? Yeah. yeah, yeah amazing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that more than what her dad got? Oh, yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A third. She's a lot, charming, charming woman. 35% <laughs> of France voted for fascism, essentially. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Didn't they? Yeah, yeah. That's got to be weird for Macron waking up today, like probably having never spoken to Donald Trump, and then he's just getting a tweet from him. Oh, really? You know what I mean? What do you, t- do you Congratulations. Tweeting? I look forward to great, working great things with this French guy. Mm. We're going to have a baguette. Right. I'm going to go up the Eiffel Tower with this guy. Mm-hmm. We've got garlic, the best garlic. Yeah. It's not the Eiffel Tower, it's the Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower. He's full of Eyre, and he gets on top We're of We're going to talk about Syria, okay, he think, people? He thinks he can order a strike from the top of it. Le Boeuf, <laughs> that's what they call a beefsteak there, like red meat, Le yeah. Boeuf, garlic bread. 
Macron is like the inverse of Trump because Macron is with a woman 20 years older than him. Is he? Yeah, yeah. No, he, he's not. Yeah, he's, he used to be his drama teacher. That is so hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're kidding. No, it's true. It's true. So, And, and obviously Trump is aged and with someone half his age so he's kind of the and also politically they're kind of the inverse of each other are you kidding macron's wife yeah is... it's like 20 years older like people would made a big deal of, about it and it was really kind of it was one of those bones of contention with people where they were like well why are you bringing it up it's, it's irrelevant well hang on a minute okay firstly yes it's irrelevant <laughs> totally yeah secondly how old was he when they met I think she taught him so yes, he's like yes. 16 17 yeah, yeah. Then, then it's a little bit fucked up then right? it blossomed it At blossomed. that age, or did he go away traveling to I, find himself? I don't know. I and don't he comes know. back. Maybe there was a little gap, maybe. I get the impression there was a little gap. I mean, okay. there, is there any greater story in life than... L- l- let's, just, let's just bullet point his life. Right. Sleeps with drama teacher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Ma- then marries a beautiful older French woman. Yes. And then becomes president Boom. of the country. Yeah. And becomes president by being, so far, quite virtuous. Right. You know, mm-hmm. is that that's a pretty good story right there? Yeah, yeah. God bless the French. God bless him. We'll be right back after this short break. <laughs> I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray, and I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll presents the Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And- yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend that I don't right <laughs> Hold now. it in, hold on. And our current faves. And Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to the Excitable Boy Podcast. It's time for the letters section. Every week you can write into the show ebp at excitableboypodcast.co.uk. Any problem you might be having. And we will answer your problems and help you out. Yeah. We're here to help. Come in, sit down. Sure, put that afghan on. I mean, it's, it's kind of decorative, but if you're feeling like you want to share mm. and you want to wrap yourself up, put it on. No judgment. You're in a safe place. Yeah, come in. Have, have some, uh, have some uh, Twiglets. charcuterie. Have sh- yeah, have a cold charcuterie. collation. Charcuterie. Have a charcuterie and a bit of cheese and some nibbles. Charcuterie is a good word, isn't it? Mm, feels good. It's a weird thing to say in a restaurant. Why? Hey, should we get a charcuterie? I think the only response to that is shut up, dickhead. Yeah, you know? yeah, I think you, <laughs> it's a yeah. kind of word that's like, should yeah. we get a charcuterie? Oh, shut up. Yeah, you are your fancy words. Yeah, they're weird, aren't they? Little little things with little gherkins. What's the translation of charcuterie? Meats. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Ah, oh, that would be meats. Charcuterie. <laughs> Charcuterie. Well, charcuterie is a place, is a butcher, isn't it? 
translation. Is it, is it butchers in French? Delicatessen. Oh, delicatessen. There we go. Well, that makes sense. Right. Should we get a deli board? Doesn't sound as nice, does it? No. Should we get a deli board? And they've got little little uh, little gherkins on them. Right. Mini gherkins. Mm-hmm. Mini pickled onions. Depending on the pub, spoonful of Branston pickle. Yeah. Just some cheese. Some crackers. And then here's the curveball. Why, what the fuck are grapes doing on there? Just, you know, freshen, gonna, freshen up, cleanse the palate, Josh. On well, some grapes. Whack a, whack a grape in there. What else? Oh, some salami. Mmm. Chorizo. Huh? Bit of chorizo. Teresa May? Chorizo May. Bit of, bit of chorizo. Anyway, let's do the letters. Yeah. Um, so, uh, anyway, you can write into the show. Uh, maybe any problem you might be having. It might be a work-related problem, like... You work in high finance with a guy called Colin. And you get on together, you're really good together. You collaborate well. You've actually managed to make more this quarter than any of the other previous quarters. In, and you're forecasted for more money. But the other day, he went to the same gym as you. And you're in the gym, but you ignored each other. You let each other get on with the workouts. But you noticed that he wasn't following the correct etiquette in the gym. He kept leaving his sweat all over the place. His etiquette was bad. He sweated and then he didn't replace the weights when he used them. He jogged and kept grunting a lot and put off a lot of people who were exercising next to him. And then he pissed in the shower when he got changed. He got changed and he pissed in the shower openly. He wasn't even that subtle about it. And so you feel that you want to have a word with him. It's not going to work with Colin, Colin, Colin. So you go, listen, Colin, I, you know when we were at the gym, I saw you doing all these things, everyone was getting upset. Hey, and, and people, about? Well, people were coming up to me and going, do you know that man? Mate, you look at your posture when you're squatting, it's, it's, it's shocking. Sorry, what were you telling me? Well, there's no need for that, there's no need for that, Colin. I'm just trying to give you a heads up because they're not going to let you back in the gym if you, if you, if you piss in the shower. I saw you piss in the listen, shower. Listen, I like to blow dry my ass crack. When I'm when I'm when I'm in the in the changing room because it stops my piles. So you slap Colin in the face and he gets a bit angry with you. Colin keeps spoiling Colin keeps spoiling the gym for you. 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 For you. Uh, maybe it's a relationship <laughs> problem like. You go out with a girl called Julie Julie And every now and again you use her computer You're using a laptop But the other week you opened a file you shouldn't And it had lots of poetry in there And it was really bad It didn't scan and didn't rhyme really It was really sad She was writing in free verse, writing in free verse Writing in free verse, writing in free verse A lot like Morrissey And that is potentially and questionably quite lazy Kinda lazy you think Anyway eventually you have to confess to her That you read her poetry And she goes great, what do you think? And you lie and you go I really liked it I like the one you did about the tree I liked how you described the tree in literal terms and never used any metaphors or any figurative language and it was in free verse some people find that quite lazy but I don't find that lazy at all I think it's quite brave even though you're not a rarity it's still quite brave now because people give it a bad rap I like the poem called why with a question mark at the end yeah what inspired you to write a poem called why with a question mark at the end at the end how'd you come up with the title why with a question mark at the end 
And I liked the way every line ended with the word why with a question mark at the end. And don't get me started on that poem about North Korea. I like that I like how you said it must be hard to have a career as a courier in Korea. That was also very impressive. And she goes, oh, well, why don't you, I'm, there's an open mic poetry night. Do you want to come along? And you're like, God, yes, okay, I'll come. I, yes, why not? And he goes, invite your mates. So I'll set up a Facebook group. We can all go together. It was like, oh, my God, it's so nice to have this, like, vote yeah, of confidence. Vote of confidence in my poetry. In my poetry. It was just something that I was doing on the side. It was just something yeah. that, but now I think yeah. I could probably make a living out of it. What do you think of this trilby hat to wear while I'm doing uh, poetry? Yeah. And so you go to the local beatnik hangout. They're serving soup and rolls. I actually did a gig once where the payment was soup and rolls. Right? <laughs> okay. we did well, a gig. Right. I did a gig at a beatnik poet thing. Right. And they were like, well, there's no money, but you get free drink and soup and rolls. And at that point, I wanted soup and rolls. Right. And I will say this, surprisingly, amazing gig, because all the homeless people in the area showed up. Right. And all wanted soup and rolls. That's so I played cool. to a full room. They were dismissive. They didn't care. They like the, they're there for the soup and rolls. They're there more, for the soup and rolls. You. Yeah. But that's Not that they good. weren't there for the rock and rolls. No, no. Continue. And she gets up in front of everybody as they're eating their soup and rolls. And she does her poem about the dog. The dog, it's called. Dog, you're such a dog. Bark, bark, you're such a dog. Now you're dead. And no one claps, no one cheers, no one clicks, everyone's confused. She looks at you for encouragement, but you can't meet her eyes. She breaks up with you literally two minutes later. And you feel a bit depressed and regretful, but right into the show, get some advice to win her back. There you go. There you go. Maybe it's a sexual problem. God, that was long. That was a long one. That was a long one. Maybe it's a sexual problem like... You vape during sex. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's the thing. Okay. Dear EBP, this is a genuine, genuine problem. Okay. Ten years ago, I was involved in a terrible football accident where I ruptured an ACL. And for anyone listening who doesn't know sports, ACL stands for Automatic Collision Ligament. Mm-hmm. Is Anteri- that what it Anterior for? cruciate ligament. Anterior. I got one of the letters right. You did. I got thirty-three percent right. You did. Much well. like the French fascist <laughs> vote. Yeah, yeah. So you you lapend it. Yeah. Um, since surgery, where they shaved my hamstring to reconstruct the ligaments in my knee, mm-hmm. I've been experiencing lower back pain. So I've taken up Pilates. Great. I enjoy it. It makes me feel good, but. I struggle to make it through a session. Sessions are generally eight, gen, generally eight or nine people without farting. Oh, it's not the smell; it's the sound. <laughs> I've been caught twice now. It's embarrassing, and it's making me rethink whether I should participate. What you reckon? Well, you need to find a way of. Can you? How can you? You can do it silently, surely. It's hard to slip out. I mean, okay. Firstly, London is one of the greatest cities on earth because right. you can kind of get away with farting quite a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? The tube announcement. Ding, dong, ding. You know, you can just sort of slide. If you pick the right moment. You fart on the tube. On the escalator. Mate, double-decker bus goes by. Yeah. That's when, that's a good time to fart. Right. <laughs> right. You know? When I flush the toilet, na- I've got that nailed. If I'm in a situation where I shouldn't fart, when you flush the toilet, that's when, that's a good time to slide it out. Right. Yeah. Awful. But in a Pilates class, when there's like, you know, soft, plinky-plonky... Music. What are those things called that in the wind? Wind chimes. Yeah, that the fucking xylophone. Yeah. Um, what I would do is you're in the Pilates, right? 
uh, class and you just fake a little injury like there's a twinge in your neck and everyone's like oh god are you right?" and he's like no it's just my neck and stand up walk to the back of class walk up and down just crop dust to the back of the class <laughs> and then come, and then just come back and that's that's what you you got to do like you got to fake an injury and just make sure you, you can as long as you're not you know what I mean just find a corner of the room I would maybe say is this not a diet question more than a like the, the hamstring ACL thing that doesn't mean you fart more Right? No, it's a way of saying I need to do Pilates for it. Maybe don't drink beer and eat red meat and beans the night before you've got Pilates. Right. Maybe have some Google food that doesn't make you fart mm-hmm. and then eat that. Okay. Or or just find the most, um, you know, low status person in the class <laughs> and, and ne- go next to them and, and fart, play. fart and blame it on them. That's true. Here's here's what you do. Here's what you do, right? Hmm. You get a text tone that is the sound of a fart. Right. And then you have it go off a few times in a session. To normalise it. To normalise it. And people go, oh, that's such a ridiculous... They'll go, oh, lol. He's got a fart alert when he gets a text. And then when you need to fart... Oh, text. Yeah. See? Right. So people will just think you're getting a text message. Yeah. An SMS. So when you genuinely fart, they'll be like, was that your phone? Yeah. But what if they dig deeper? They go, what was it? What was the text? Message from my wife. She's Mom's dead. Yeah, mom's dead. <laughs> no, it's okay. Carry on, carry on. It's fine. I can wait. She's still going to be yeah. dead after the Pilates yeah, yeah. class. Oh, the test results are back. Yeah. But Continue. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, we've given you a, a, a multitude, a plenitude. Don't say we don't help. No. Next letter. Dear EBP, since moving into London two years ago, I've fallen head over heels for this city. It's beautiful and rude. It sounds like a Woody Allen. Since moving to London two years ago, I have fallen head over heels for this city. It's beautiful and rude and I don't want to leave. Right. Um, It's beautiful and rude and I don't want to leave. However, within these two years, I've had three different jobs. And from each one, I've either had the threat of redundancy or have been made redundant. Jeez. I know this seems so unlucky, or just that I'm really bad at jobs, but it seems to be the same for a lot of my friends, where London has treated them in a pretty shit way. I had been considering getting a bar job and just working out my days in London on a on a minute. It's like that's like he's an ex sort of CIA killer who's retired. I'm yeah. just working out my days building boats, man. Yeah, yeah. I had been considering getting a bar job and just been working out my day and just working out my days in London on minimum wage and being happy rather than on a decent wage and hating my life. Right. Any thoughts or advice for someone looking to be brave and make a decision to focus on their happiness rather than their wallet? Right. Does this person ever work in a bar? Well, I don't know. Because I have, and it's hell. Like, if you think that <laughs> working in... You're working for minimum wage, you're going to be working, I don't know, like, 10-hour shifts? Yeah, it does suck. And it's going to be three deep at the bar and someone's going to kind of get that. Yeah, you're going to get some Everyone's shit. Everyone's going to get pissed off yeah. at you because they ordered the onion rings and they didn't arrive. And you put lemonade in instead of tonic because yeah. you weren't really and thinking. and you're just going to get, after, like... And that London doesn't tip. No, London doesn't tip. That's an interesting point, yeah. Do you do you stay in a job you hate that where you can easily make money or go do something that... You, I, I mean, if you've... Okay, if you've worked in a bar, you'll know if you enjoy it or not. And if you enjoy it, go do it. Mm. If you haven't done it, then maybe try it. Try a few shifts while you've still got the job. Mm-hmm. Right? This is great advice. Right. I'm nailing it. Stay in the job. Do a couple of weekend shifts Busy in a busy place where you're going to get given shit by some guy in a jacket. 
you know his yeah. collar up Mr. Jacket and his fucking brown leather shoes and his blue jans Jacket Potato right Yeah. he's gonna give you shit uh, excuse me excuse me Click, uh, this maybe, is what I ordered probably uh, clicks at you well. I was next I was next yeah he clicks Oi, uh, hello excuse me you know that guy yeah that guy that fucking guy that with, fucking with guy with his curly hair that's sort of slicked back but curly yeah you know it's got a, what's that when it's called a badge on the blazer what's that called like a blazer badge yeah but it's like sewn on you know, because yeah, yeah, they yeah, went yeah. to a certain place where what? they where their parents like, paid their fucking yeah. debt for yeah, them. A, yeah, a little coat of arms. And then they yeah they joined. They went fucking did a, a sport in a team, mm-hmm. and then they went travelling, and then they never had to worry. And then they oh yeah, we got on the housing market. Look at my house. No, you didn't get on the housing market. Mm. Your parents gave you money, yeah. right? Shut yeah. the fuck up. And now he's giving you shit. Shut up at a bar. Yeah, go do that. <laughs> and if you that. still enjoy it, yeah. quids in. Mm-hmm. You can spend the rest of your days, <laughs> see out the rest of your days, working behind a bar. But you've tried everything before you jump ship. I'd say stick with the, the, the rubbish job that earns more money than just save up your money. Yeah, just take that extra money from a job you hate and go buy penny sweets. Because they're awesome. Yeah, and you get a lot of them. Yeah, you get... <laughs> you get 100 penny sweets per pound. Per pound. Per pound, which, per is, pound. which feels great. Yeah, gummy bears... You can get yeah, cherries, milk bottles, sherbet, sherbet things. Caterpillar, the caterpillars are five p, but they've got sugar on them and they're bigger. Right. Um, yeah, do that. Just yeah, buy in bulk. Yeah, gelatinous. Buy in bulk. Honey sweets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, next letter. Good. I think we do. Think Last we nailed, letter. We nailed that one. Pretty confident. <clears throat> Dear EPP, I've been invited canoeing next weekend by my brother-in-law. Awesome. He's an adrenaline junkie, <laughs> and he and my sister rarely invite me to things. He obviously knows how to reach out and how to get and oh he's obvi- he's obviously trying to reach out and to get to know me better since they got married earlier this year. Thing is, I hate outdoor sports and he's a bit of a bell end. <laughs> he's not a bad guy, but he does think he's more interesting than he is. Right. And I don't fully understand his need to constantly do all this outdoor intense stuff, but not that I'm judging. Basically, I want to go as a gesture to my family, but would rather stay home and dry and canoeing looks so boring what should I do P.S. when's the next Kenneth's release can't wait to see you in June June with two N's right John uh, we just finished an, we just finished an EP a new record yeah. and uh, we'll be playing some of those songs in June so I uh, look the forward EP's, to seeing you there the EP's called Canoe the EP's called Canoe Trip Canoe Trip with, with a bell end it's a, it's a romantic <laughs> theme record it's called Canoodling Oh, lovely! Yeah, it's yeah. called it's, uh, how to how to seduce a partner at sea. It's called canoodling. Right. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Um, comes with a comes with a free canoe. The record costs four grand. Yeah. But it comes with a free canoe. You get a canoe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't really get canoeing anyway. What you get, to, you get to float on a. I remember doing it at school when, when, when we had to go do a... I did like a Easter summer camp or something. Basically, you know that thing where you, your parents pay 35 so a day... So they can have sex. To get you. <laughs> <laughs> so they can have the run of the house and have sex. I don't think they wanted to have sex. I think my parents just wanted to mutually hate each other alone. Right. Rather than have right. to hate each other in front of us. Okay, I see. You know? And I, one of them was canoeing. And, and we went out and there was this guy whose name was like fucking Joel. I don't know. Something. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like that. He's like the the adrenaline guy, and all the girls really fancy him. And he was yeah. probably only sixteen. The guy who's thoroughly peaking at that moment. Yeah, because yeah. Joel right now is not peaking. Joel and he right goes out is... in the canoe, and he's got that like <laughs> skirt that goes over the canoe. Yeah, remember that? Yes, yeah, yeah. And then they go, and they're like very important kids, right? If your canoe rolls, mm-hmm. Joel's going to show us what to do. 
and Joel just rolls his canoe so he's underwater and then just swings himself back up, but does it like 10 times. Yeah, just to make a point. And that's what you do in case you roll. And they just showed us something. They were like, I was like eight years old yeah, yeah. and they just showed me what to do in case, well, like, like I would be able to do that. Yeah. And I remember thinking in my age, just being like, well, how about I just don't go in the canoe? Because I don't want to go in the canoe. Mm-hmm. How about I just stay here and eat my packed lunch? Right. I noticed that I've got a blackcurrant Capri Sun today. So right. I won. Yeah. And a trio bar. Yes. So. And also you'd feel so stupid if you're upside down in the canoe and you died. <laughs> you know what I mean? The last few moments before you went, you'd be like, ah, oh, I feel stupid now. You'd feel a bit stupid, wouldn't you? <laughs> Not only am I about to die, but I'm upside down in a canoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's got to suck. That's good, you know, it's not a good, not a good feeling. Uh, um, yeah, don't go. Fuck that shit. Yeah, be honest with him. Just go. I appreciate the. I appreciate that you're reaching out, but I think that's a silly sport. Well, don't judge a sport. Just say, look, you know, why don't we just do a quiz? Um, What's the relation? What's his relation? His, bro- his brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Yeah, brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Right. Why you keep repeating? Because you what keep I'm asking saying. me. So brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Right. Right. Can you stop? Stop it. Stop what? Um, but what, is, what does his sister feel? Well, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't in the letter. Right. But I would imagine she feels like she... He, I, it was probably an afterthought for her. He, mm-hmm. he probably went, I'm going to do a really nice thing and my wife will like me more. He'd right. probably done something bad. Yeah. And was trying to make it up to his wife. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he'd fucked up something that they were meant to do together yeah. and he went ugh better make this up to her alright uh, how about I invite your brother canoeing with me next week so we, I can get to know him better because I feel like we haven't really connected yet right and she was like yeah that'd be nice so you le- so he was less in her bad books oh I see yeah yeah see so he probably invited you for empty reasons anyway right does your sister worry about you it was like they had that conversation like, I'm really worried about my, my little brother he has no core strength. Yeah, he hasn't found himself. <laughs> He's never been in a canoe. Yeah. Never been in a canoe I'm really before. worried about Is what... It, and he just stops eating his, well, his shreddies. Just what? <laughs> He's never been in a canoe. Fuck. That's I'm, it. I'm really worried about what Brian would do if we ever had to escape <laughs> in a canoe. In a canoe. Yeah. Who knows? Just reply saying, I hate canoes. Well, but maybe, I'll come to the pub lunch afterwards. Or maybe your sister wants to cheat on him and just needs you as a distraction. <laughs> There you go. If you ask your sister, yeah. are you trying to get him out of the house so that you can boff someone else? And if she says yes, take one for the team. Yeah. Go canoeing. Yeah. And as, she, as she's cheating on, on him. And you're hanging upside guy. down in the water in a canoe. Yeah. And he, go, and he goes, where's, where's, where's your husband? He's like, he's in a fucking canoe. There you go. That's right. it for the show. Right. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for more nothing. Mm. Um, please leave us a review on the iTunes. Uh, go click right. on the purple podcast app now. Yeah. Don't be a prick. Just Bottom right, it. go to search. Just do it. Type in Excitable Boy. Yeah. Click on that. Yeah. Go to reviews. Write a review. Leave something, you know, whatever. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Tell, Tell your friends to subscribe. Tell your friends. Do that. Walk into a room just la- laughing. Yeah, and they go, what are you and listening like, to? What are you laughing at? It's like, no, you're not even listening to it. You're just laughing. That's something I remember. On a podcast. On the podcast I, I heard. What's the podcast about? Uh, it's, it's about nothing, really. You've you got to give it, you know, you've got to stick with it because there's a humorous moment every 20 minutes. <laughs> But it really makes you work for that moment. And, and is it one of those really well thought out podcasts that's like a well written story and it's serialized? No, week, no, oh, no. So is it like one of those ones where a celebrity goes really deep with another no, celebrity? No, there's no one famous oh, in it. So no. is it sort of like one of those shows where there's like sports personalities? Talking no, not about even crisps? that. Not even that. It's just rough. So hewn, who are the two people? It's just rough hewn bullshit hosted by two anonymous people. Wow. 
It's, that sounds uh, uh, rubbish. It's it's awful, but yeah. you know, give it a go. And if you have any questions for the show, ebp excitableboypodcast.co.uk. That's it. We'll see you next week. Thanks a lot, guys. Ta-la. Here comes some music. I like the poem called Why with a question mark at the end. Yeah. What inspired you to write a poem called Why with a question mark at the end? At the end. How'd you come up with the title Why with a question mark at the end? And I like the way every line ended with the word Why with a question mark at the end. this lyric it's uh yeah go ahead mike well did you ever stop to notice all the children dead from war